Pembrokeshire to Solberg. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With your latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Matthew Spill. We could see a shake-up of daycare services for elderly people and those with learning disabilities across Pembrokeshire. The County Council is planning on transforming day opportunities with a new model of service focusing on four multi-use wellness hubs. The hubs are likely to be based in various locations like at the Anchorage Social Activity Centre in Pembroke Dock and Brope Selly Day Centre in Crummoch. There'll be a 12-week public consultation for delivering day opportunities in Pembrokeshire. A convicted child abuser has been given a prison sentence for breaching court orders. 66-year-old Christopher Flavin was jailed for six years in 2007 for sexually assaulting boys while he was a football coach. The man was issued with a sexual harm prevention order. On Tuesday, Swansea Crown Court heard how he was seen in a children's play area in Pembroke Dock. The 66-year-old has admitted breaching the terms of the order and he's been jailed for eight months and suspended for two years. The leader of Pembrokeshire County Council will take on another two years in the top job. Councillor David Simpson continues in the role after he was unopposed after being nominated by Councillor Paul Miller. He was backed by Rhys Sinnott from Plaid Cymru, who said he'd worked hard to address significant problems inherited from the previous administration. Councillor Michael James was voted in as vice chairman for next year at the annual meeting held last week. A West Wales man has pleaded guilty to theft from a large Pembrokeshire supermarket. 21-year-old Roger Cook from Clanethley travelled to Tesco in Haverford West to steal nearly £800 of goods. The man was followed and his car was searched after he was suspected of stealing. The goods were in a resealable condition in the boot of his car. In court, the defence said the 21-year-old was a college student with ambitions to be a police officer. The man was given a fine of £85 at Haverford West Magistrates Court. A new initiative to share food, which would otherwise go to waste, has seen more than a tonne of goods come through its doors since it opened. The Haverford West Community Fridge, based at Frame in Merlin's Bridge, opened at the start of March. The aim is to allow people who have surplus perishable food to easily pass it on to others who might need it. As well as receiving food from businesses like supermarkets, vegetable growers have brought in extra food from their allotments. The group behind the fridge is keen to encourage encourage people from different income backgrounds to come together to use the services it offers. Pembrokeshire Cricket and Lorenny have beaten Saundersfoot by 163 runs. Tom Cole and James Phillips starred for Lorenny as they notched a big win. Batting first, the home side posted 258 all out and it was Tom Cole who top scored with 62-36. John Mansbridge tried his best to lead the chase for the away side with a rapid 40-34. Ryan Morton and Steve Lewis helped finish the job to leave Lorenny fourth and the Seasiders at the foot of the table. Johnston were able to celebrate a positive result as they just about held on to get the better of a tense draw with Pembroke Dock. After starting the campaign with two quick defeats, the Cleveland boys batted first. Gino Cleal made 54 while Mark Hicks hammered 50 and they were backed up by Lewis Boswell as he made 39. Johnston finished the day with 18 points and Pembroke Dock with 11. And that's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. 
Listen live at purewestradio.com. 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio weather. Thanks to Matthew Spilvit with the news. Now, weather-wise, it's been a fantastic day. Not too as good as it was the last couple of days, but still not bad out there and no sign of rain. It's going to be dry for much of the evening as well with clear spells. Cloud then building overnight, though, with a minimum temperature of 4 degrees. Whereas tomorrow, the showery rain will begin and cloudier skies are due in through the rest of the day with a maximum temperature of 17 degrees Celsius. This is Pure West Radio. I'm waiting up, saving all my precious time. Losing light, I'm missing my same old us before we learned our truth too late. Resigned so fade, fading away. So tell me, can you turn around? I need someone to tell me down. Or tell me, can you turn around? But either way, hold me while you wait. I wish that I was good enough. If only I could wake you up, my love, my love, my love, my love. Won't you stay away? Tell me more. Tell me something I don't know Did we come close to having it all? If you're gonna waste my time Let's waste it right And hold me while you wait
Listen online at purewestradio.com. This is Pure West Radio. Get real with the fever on the dance floor.
very warm welcome to today's Drive Time Show. It's me, Izzy Stevenson, here with you until 7 o'clock. Thanks, Toby, for standing in for the last hour. Thanks, Matthew Spill, for the news as well. And that was, of course, Lewis Capaldi with Hold, Hold Me While You Wait and Staying Alive, the epic from Entrance. Now, today we're starting nice and early with a guest. So I have Caroline here with me, who's come in from PAVS to say a little bit of a hello, a bit about the organisation and as well speak a little bit about an event that they have coming up next week. So hello Caroline. Hello, thank you for having me. That's okay, thank you so much for coming in to see us today. Um, would you like to tell me a little bit about PAVS, um, it, what exactly it is, what do you do? Okay, um, well PAVS is the County Voluntary Council and it's the support organisation for the voluntary sector in Pembrokeshire. Um, there's a CVC, County Voluntary Council, in every county in Wales. Yeah. And within the CVC, within PAVS, there's a volunteer centre called Volunteering Pembrokeshire. And that's where my role sits. I'm a volunteering officer within Volunteering Pembrokeshire. And basically, the role that myself and my colleague Jean Morris offers is and holistic volunteering service for people who wish to volunteer. So we um, offer opportunities to people who want to find out what's out there. It's a bit like the job centre, but instead of paid opportunities, it's volunteering opportunities. So we try and match skills and interests with what people wish to do. Another, and it, it's not just completely unpaid though, because as we mentioned just now, it was paid in appreciation. And I think that that's something that, obviously, there's no financial benefits. But I think that we'll get around to this shortly. I think well, you're here to be talking about volunteering today, so we will get around to that. Okay. Another part of my role is to help voluntary organisations who wish to involve volunteers in their work, and um, I help set up their volunteer. I help them set up their volunteering initiatives, help them develop their volunteering opportunities. So we've got a really interesting broad range of opportunities to offer people. And you're right in saying that volunteering is not paid. Um, and some people say to me, you know, why volunteer? when you don't get a salary from it but the benefits of volunteering are huge and, and, and almost endless as well I've volunteered yeah. now for three years and we'll come on to some of the benefits that I found myself along the way as I think as we go through today to be honest I think hearing someone's story and how volunteering has benefited is is really powerful and you know people volunteer for so many different reasons but often it is to gain something for themselves and you know, it improves their health and well-being. It helps people get out and about, um, helps them get out of their house and feel less isolated. It gives an opportunity to make new friends, um, be part of something sort of valuable, give something back to the community. But what I've found in the many years of doing this role is that people have to get something for themselves out of it in order for there to be longevity in their volunteering role. But it is a win-win because by uh, them enjoying their volunteering, they're giving something to the, to the community and the, the voluntary organisation that they're involved in. Um, There's quite a few people as well, I think, that specifically go back to help out organisations that have helped them through hard periods. Yeah, definitely. If um, a charity has offered you or your family a service, then you want to give something back and one way of doing that is to volunteer if they involve volunteers. Yeah. Um, so giving something back to the community is is great but sometimes people, you know, it's, it's not quite as altruistic as that. They want to improve their 
personal development. Um, they want to learn new skills. They often have training opportunities. Sometimes they gain qualifications. They gain work experience for their CV. And it really does help people move closer to the job market if they're unemployed and they're looking for work. Yeah. Um, but also along the way, they have loads of fun and um, they make new friends as well. So, yeah, it, it's, you know, it is definitely a really good thing to do. So what kinds of volunteering opportunities are there um, throughout the voluntary sector in Pembrokeshire at the moment? Oh, gosh, there's there's hundreds of volunteering opportunities. And one of the roles of PAVS Volunteering Pembrokeshire is to gain um, as much information about those roles as possible so that we can offer a broad range of opportunities to people that come to us to look for, for their volunteering. Um, generally, the majority of the roles are working with people in a caring capacity. And one of the most popular roles is befriending, where a person might visit another person who's isolated or has mobility issues or is elderly in their own home. And they might go to that person's home once a week to have a cup of tea, um, talk about the weather, just have a conversation. And sometimes that is the only person that that, um, that they will see. That they will see. Um, so there's lots of roles in the caring, um, uh, in, in the caring sort of sector. There's also quite a lot in Pembrokeshire of environmental and conservation roles. Um, obviously, Pembrokeshire has the Pembrokeshire Coast National Park, so there's quite a few opportunities on the coast. Um, we also have loads of retail and customer service opportunities. Those are quite visible to uh, the general public as people can see that there's ch charity shops in all the main towns in Pembrokeshire. And I think that might be the one that people automatically jump, that their mind goes to when they, they think of volunteering. But there's so much more, isn't there? Yeah, there are. Uh, driving opportunities. We're always on the lookout for uh, people who wish to drive, either drive their own car and they have expenses paid for using their own car, for using their own fuel. Um, and um, there are driving opportunities to drive minibuses and uh, take people out and about for voluntary organisations. Also, there's quite a few opportunities in um, culture, heritage and arts. There's plenty of museums around Pembrokeshire with different areas of interest that you can get involved in as well, if that's something you're interested in. And uh, people may not know that actually that there's something out there that they could do creator-wise that matches so perfectly with their own... Um, interests. Yeah. That's important for the service that we provide. Um, myself and my colleague Jean, we are really keen to speak to people, find out what their skills and interests are and what they actually want to do because it's important to match the person with the opportunity as, to, as opposed yeah. to shoehorning a person into an opportunity that isn't a good fit because uh, that's you, when it doesn't succeed if things if it's something that you are going to be passionate about that's yeah. going to be beneficial both ways surely definitely um you know if a person isn't happy in a role then the likelihood is they won't remain they you know the sustainability yeah. isn't there so and if we could do a good match then often it's uh, one you hasn't mentioned and it was actually one that i didn't notice until i was actually approached by an organization that had helped us as a family previously is actually trustees yeah, trustee roles. Um, most larger charities, voluntary organisations have a board of trustees um, or an executive board, which is um, the, the committee that manages an organisation. And there's quite a big responsibility with those roles. And yeah. often you need a broad, ra a broad range of skills um, within a, a committee as well to ensure that 
um, or the business is covered and you know that people yeah. have the adequate, adequate skills to manage an organization and I think it's absolutely fantastic though that so many of these um, organizations that are a third sector sort of like to have either past or current service users on their board because it helps to sort of maintain that ethos yeah as, as to why they exist and to be able to but no, I've just seen it now that I've seen it in action yeah. and I can say it works so wonderfully. And I've yeah. seen times where it hasn't been included and yeah. you can tell the difference as to a well-run organisation, I think, by by that process. Um, but one thing that we've mentioned on the limelight since we've been mentioning volunteering on there, thanks to speaking to you recently, is the VIP scheme that you've got coming up. So please tell us a little bit about that. Yes, we're really excited about this new reward scheme for young people. Um, for many years, the Welsh Government ran the Millennium Volunteer Scheme, and unfortunately that came to an end last December. Um, Pembrokeshire um, Volunteer Centre, we decided that we wanted to continue that um, so we've created a Pembrokeshire-only volunteer reward scheme called VIP. And that scheme is being launched during Volunteers Week, which is um, a national celebration for volunteers the first week in June each year. It's getting closer now already, it isn't is, it? It is. It's three weeks. Um, and um, we're having an event um, on the 5th of June to celebrate um, Volunteers Week this year and we're aiming to launch that new VIP reward scheme for people under 25 at that event. So what sort of things can people expect through the volunteer scheme? What is it? Because I get the grasp, I got the grasp of it as being basically a way to be rewarded and to have the time that you commit to things be appreciated in a visual manner. Yes, um, one Volunteers need to be thanked and appreciated in order for them to remain in that role. They don't have the reward of a salary to um, keep them in that role. So it's really important to motivate a volunteer in order to keep them uh, volunteering within your organisation. And one way of doing that is through a reward scheme like VIP where they register with PAVs. They can already have a role or they can come to to PAVs to find their role. And they have um, a timesheet that they just collect their hours. It's it's quite simple. And they have a certificate for 50, 100 and 200 hours of volunteering. But we're looking at extending that um, to possibly 500 hours of volunteering as well. So it accredits your volunteering and it's something evidence to put in a portfolio of recognition yeah. uh, which is great if you're, go- if you're doing your um, UCAS application for uni um, it's good if you're doing your Duke of Edinburgh um, so that, you know and your uh, Welsh Baccalaureate so it's it's great to have volunteering um, for those schemes and to have the certificates from the VIP. Now you mentioned that it's for under 25s but that's not the only people that can get involved with this, is it? No, we have a scheme for rewarding volunteers who are 25 and over. This scheme has been running for 14 years and it mirrors the old Millennium volunteers and now the new VIP and it will give 
people over 25 certificates for 50, 100 and 200 hours of volunteering, no matter where they're volunteering. Plus they can volunteer for more than one organisation to speed up the process to get those certificates. And for anybody that's listening that's like, oh, hang on, I'm a volunteer and I didn't know this. Is, can it be backdated yeah, or how we, does this work? Yeah, we can backdate 50 hours of volunteering. So if you're interested and you know you've done 50 hours recently, you can give PAVs a call and register with us and we can get your first certificate issued quite quickly. Oh, fantastic. I think I might have to uh, do that as well. <laughs> I might have to get involved with this myself. Now, what exactly is National Volunteers? We've mentioned it a moment ago, but what is it and what is it going to bring to our county? National Volunteers Week has been in existence for over 20 years and um, throughout the UK it is a week, first week in June, that gives an opportunity to celebrate and showcase the fantastic work that volunteers do in the community nationwide. In Pembrokeshire every year we always have uh, an event, we're doing it a little bit differently this year, we're having an outdoor event very similar to the farmers market, we're having a volunteer open air market along the riverside in Haverford West on the 5th of June. So that event starts at 10am, so if any person is interested in finding out about volunteering, there will be over over 30 voluntary organisations there with stands um, showcasing their opportunities and encouraging new people to come forward as as new recruits. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. We're really fortunate that Southhook LNG um, has kindly sponsored the, um, the event for us along with PAVs. Um, and that's part of their 10-year celebration, their 10-year anniversary. So we're really grateful for them to come forward and support us with that. That's absolutely brilliant, though. So and it's amazing just how many organisations, I think, that will be there that people are going to recognise. Oh, we're completely bowled over with um, the interest that has come forward from voluntary organisations. You know, we have now reached almost 30 and... You know, we're sort of trying to find um, space for other organisations to come on board. But we've got um, PACTO, that's a driving scheme. We've got Tiracoid, which is an environment project. British Red Cross are looking for befriending volunteers, independent living volunteers. We've got Patch, the food bank, coming along. Paul Satori has, you know, a huge range of volunteering opportunities. Spot, they have opportunities for dog walking. Um, Tembi Museum, Arts Heritage, fantastic venue there um, by by the beach in Tembi. Um, Milford Youth Matters, they, you know, they're a youth organisation looking for uh, volunteers. Age Cymru, Kutch, RVS, Picton Castle, we've got Mind, we've got Mind's band coming, um, they're playing for oh, us. Fantastic, a bit of entertainment yeah. as well then. We've also got some of the back to work schemes, um, the employability schemes based yeah. in Pembrokeshire. One is Workways Plus, and that organisation helps people over 25 um, move closer to the job market, and they use volunteering as one mechanism um, okay. to help with that. We've got uh, Future Works and um, Careers Wales um, hoping to come as well. And so there's a huge range. With Future Works as well, it says PACE. Now, just while we've got a moment to, I cannot praise that organisation, that's government scheme enough. Yes. Um, obviously, three years ago, when I started um, volunteering, it was actually for another youth related organisation and the main issue for me was as a single parent that I couldn't really go and do this thing that I knew I was massively passionate about because it's not really child friendly hours yeah and I mentioned this to a disability advisor who said to me wait 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 
we have a new thing in place that might be able to help you out. So PACE actually is aimed at breaking down the barriers that single parents have between mm. work and not work I mean quite often in this area it's going to be transport but for us it was actually childcare so what they managed to do was assist me in finding a childminder and then one that was going to be able to do those really slightly unusual hours and then was actually assisted with the funding because obviously even though volunteering is aimed at a way that though you don't gain financially it you shouldn't be out of pocket financially either and um, unfortunately, childcare is something that I just can't really cover. And unless you're working 16 paid hours, mm-hmm. you can't actually get any help from the government. Yeah. But this fantastic little um, PACE project was able to help fund us while I made myself more employable. And they were absolutely fantastic. They, they helped and assisted us for as long as they possibly could, yeah. which was still above and beyond. So for any single parents out there that are listening, and it's just sort of... I mean it doesn't have to be volunteering either it's able to assist anybody that's working under 16 hours a week so do get um, just drop them into Google and see what you can do you can get in touch with them as well through the job centre but they will have a presence in the volunteering fair on the workway stand and as as will I I'm definitely going to come down and have a little bit of a browse there's one here actually that um, that I've asked got in touch with me before and I'm just I'd like to go down and find out more about it but having these roles I think put out in the portfolios that you help build with these organisations must be really helpful because without realising it I think that knowing exactly what the expert expectations of you are will enable more people to come forward and volunteer because it's so easy to assume that you don't have the full skill set or or you know if you've been out of work for so long to think that you're not capable of doing these things and actually it can be something that's really 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 simple and you don't know just how much it's going to benefit you until you've really truly given it a go I think for anybody that's considering it I have to say give it a go it completely revolutionized not just me but my recovery through physical and mental health um but i mean have you got some examples what sort of thing because um, yeah. we'd like to tie it into mental health week yeah because it is mental health awareness it is week. which is fantastic to raise the profile of of that um over the years i have seen hundreds of people benefit from volunteering in terms of their mental health improving their confidence building there's you know there's so many examples where i have seen people completely turn around where they're unable to get up in the morning leave the house and they've started doing a little bit of volunteering just baby steps and months maybe a few years down the line they are completely transformed and it's fantastic to see that Um, recently I worked with a lady who was early 50s she had unfortunately had a stroke and she thought her working life was over and through coming to see us in PAVs and with the support of Workways, she started doing some volunteering with Frame and she has completely transformed herself. She's now realising she has got something to offer the job market. She's now at a point where her confidence has grown so much that she wants to start applying for jobs, looking for work. And, you know, she says it's, it's incredible what it's given her. Um, There was another person who was experiencing uh, health issues with alcohol issues and um, this person had done some environment volunteering and again turned his life around and improved his health and well-being, you know, beyond recognition. 
Um, so, you know, there's so many examples of where, you know, volunteering has completely changed someone's life. So it is it is definitely worth considering. But sometimes with a person, especially if they're lacking in confidence, it is baby steps. You know, sometimes you have to go slowly and they might need to come in to see us in PAVs maybe two or three times to have a chat about what there is and what it entails before they will take that last step and, you know, take the plunge and go all in. So sometimes it does take a bit of time. But once they start, you know, you can see the transformation. And I think that we need to not overlook as well in regards to mental health, just how fundamental that purpose is because as soon as you have that purpose and it's sparked in you that you uh, are appreciated and needed then I think that it just gives you this it's so empowering and it's inspiring and it gives you so much drive it helps you rekindle identity outside of your own four walls which is so essential and I really really cannot praise it enough at all because it is just it uh, just going back to three years ago and at a time when um, I was so poorly I was in and out of the hospital all the time I didn't think I'd be able to get more than sort of from here to my car without crutches again mm-hmm. and just to be able to use it as a way to just go mm-hmm. and to not have any pressure sort of mm-hmm. put on me and to have it all stripped back and to be able to be given a scenario where I could just do all I could mm-hmm. and it helped teach me when I needed to stop how to tell people that I needed to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so empowering in that point of view. It made me feel, it helped me grow into somebody that was ready to be an employee again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was a, a long, long process. Yeah. But I have to say, it didn't feel like it because I enjoyed it so much mm-hmm. from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so scary at first. Yeah. But as soon as anybody from any and I'm sure it's the same in any organization is aware that you are there because you are giving your time and it's the most valuable thing that you have to give you know they're gonna it's amazing just how people go out of their way to make you feel comfortable and to make you realize just how much you are appreciated and it's so easy to forget that yeah yeah way too easy yeah you know volunteering helps people get back into a routine of um getting up and getting to a workplace yeah. so if, if a person's been unemployed for a long time and you know they are struggling with motivation then doing some voluntary work gets you back into the routine yeah. and um, yeah and it definitely does help with uh, employability and it's so easy to feel as though you're unemployable because if you know if you have a blip then you'll just be letting people down but when you know you're you're not being paid to be there if you are poorly and if you need to take days for your mental health then you just have to say and people understand it's something that you are giving to them anyway you're not letting anybody down and I think it's really good for sort of helping you to realize that all over again it is it's the beauty of the flexibility of volunteering which differs from a paid role as you mentioned you know if you are not having a good day you can you know call up and say look I'm, I'm not myself today and I'm not coming in and that's the flexibility whereas if you have a paid role then you have to go it's and a battle expectation so um yeah. yeah it's it's really good as um you know the first step into getting back or moving closer to the job market and I'd been volunteering in a few different things for about a year before I came here, but it wasn't actually until I came here that I found I had somewhere that I could go when I was feeling really bad. Um, it didn't matter whether I was in, in a really low place or having a big blip, mm. but 
I could still come in here and find it to be quite a safe haven. And as soon as the mic went on, it was okay. And I think that that even is, was just another level of, of inspiring all over again to realise that I could push through some of these things and just keep doing it. But they're, they're just a few of the gifts that volunteering has given me. So I don't think I will ever be able to praise it enough, as, as I said. But thank oh, you so that's much. That's fantastic. Um, I really appreciate you coming in to talk to us. So we're exactly, let's run over again where we can find you now yeah, at the Volunteering okay. Fair. Well, we've got the Volunteering Fair on the 5th of June, which is along the riverside. Very similar to the farmer's market that happens on a Friday. We'll be laid out very similar to that. And this, is this a Wednesday? This is a Wednesday. Um, it's 10am till 2pm. Yeah. There will be free food tasters. There will be free face painting for little ones. And then a range of volunteering opportunities on stands for people to browse. If anyone wants more information about the event, then the pub's office is in the High Street in Haverford West, opposite the HSBC Bank. Our phone number, if you want to chat with one of the volunteering team, myself or Jean, is 01437 769422 or you can email us on volunteering at pavs.org.uk we also have a website which is um, pavs.org.uk and there is a, a, a website where we have a range of volunteering opportunities called uh, volunteering-wales.org Awesome. .net, sorry, .net. Dot net. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so, so much, Caroline, thank you. for coming in. My pleasure. You don't look half as nervous now as you did when you got no. here. <laughs> Which is always a good thing. But thank before you. you go, is there anything I can play for you as a thank you? Yeah, please. Um, I'd like to have Snow Patrol chasing cars, please. And is there any particular reason that you would like this? Yes, track? this was mine and my husband Glenn's wedding song back in July the 16th, 2011. Well, in that case, it's an absolute pleasure to play it for thank you. you. Thank you again for coming in today. But it's Snow Patrol and some Mark Ronson coming up next. We'll do it all Everything On our own We don't
Show with me, BB Scone, at seven o'clock every Sunday night here on Pure West Radio for two hours. Yes, two hours of the best in local music, including guests live in session and the legendary comprehensive gig guide. Twenty-four carat hire services are based in West Wales and provide marquee hire, outdoor stage, wedding marquees, mobile bar, sound and lighting. We've won the Welsh National Wedding Awards category of Best Outside Wedding Company in Wales in 2015 and 2016. Voted by our happy brides and grooms. Our professional and friendly crew will work closely with you to ensure everything runs smoothly. Get your free quote today by calling us on 01239 711 or visit www.24caratpromotions.co.uk at Teas R Us, our services range from one-off t-shirt printing and slogans to embroidered clothing and uniforms for business and clubs. Whether your design needs to look crisp and professional or it's just a bit of fun, our experienced embroiders and t-shirt printers offer high-quality products at very competitive prices. Remember, if your business needs to look like a team, we can help design a logo and embroider it or screen print it onto quality clothing especially on workwear or for sports clubs and schools. Personalised clothing from Teas R Us. We can take care of it all. 
Find us at Rumbleway Service Station New Hedges, 10B in Law Street, Pembroke Dock, and Prendergast in Haverford West. Tease are us. Just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. 
is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio. Drop it.
can play that game You're playing You can play that game here on Pure West Radio. Following on from Lilywood and Robin Schultz with Prayer in C and Mark Ronson's Uptown Funk. Now, speaking of Uptown, I've just been to investigate because we had some claims that Barn Street was closed off. However, I can confirm that it, whatever had been happening up there, it did reopen at approximately half past four. So you can travel through the area as normal. Now, another track for you. And then Matt Spill's going to be back with the news and we'll hear the weather before we're going to be launching into a little bit of Taylor Swift's new tune, some Notorious B.I.G. Dancing in the dark in the pale moonlight Throw my hair up real big, beauty queen style High heels off, I'm feeling alive Oh my god, I feel it in the air Telephone wires above, all sizzling like a snail Honey, I'm on fire, I feel it everywhere Nothing scares me That summertime, I got 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 that summ
child abuser has been given a prison sentence for breaching court orders. 66-year-old Christopher Flavin was jailed for six years in 2007 for sexually assaulting boys while he was a football coach. The man was issued with a sexual harm prevention order. On Tuesday, Swansea Crown Court heard how he was seen in a children's play area in Pembroke Dock. The 66-year-old has admitted breaching the terms of the order